0: My name's Garner. That's Bryce.
1: Okay.
0: So I was just looking at my little notepad, and I made a note, and I'm trying to remember what this was in, what this was in reference to. But I just I had scribbled down uh, two words you don't want to hear together, and those two words botched at ex- execution. <laughs> so when you read stories about that, well, yes, and that's probably why I wrote it down. But get this. So I wrote down Botched Execution, and then I get in my vehicle this morning to come to work. There's a song playing on the radio called Botched Execution. What are the chances? By Shovels and Rope. Is I was going to say,
2: oh, is that Dolly Parton song?
0: Uh, no, it's not a Dolly Parton song. It's a Whitney Houston song.
2: Actually. No. <laughs> is that a Mariah Carey song?
0: No, but what are the chances, huh? That is a little weird. The only thing worse than botched execution is botched circumcision. You don't want to hear those two words together. When
2: well, yeah. you do read stories about uh, oh, I executions know. in the U.S. going sideways,
0: Ooh. yeah. Uh, well, that was uplifting. What a way to start that the week. Note. Good morning. <laughs> oh, I made uh, I made meatloaf yesterday.
2: Oh, good. How did you ruin this?
0: Uh, I made healthy meatloaf, oh, Bryce. No. I Googled it.
2: It's probably it, a bean sprouts or something? No.
0: No, it was perfectly normal. See, the healthy part of it is that you only allow yourself one slice, and that one slice is like the thickness of an orange peel. It was so disappointing.
2: No, you need to eat half the tin.
0: Oh, I know. God, do you ever meet meat do you ever make meatloaf?
2: Never made a meatloaf in my life. But do you I've, like it? I do enjoy it. What's not to like? I know. It's got meat in it. It's got loaf in it. It's, it's one of those things that you always see made fun of on sitcoms. I know. Meatloaf. Oh, like, I like meatloaf.
0: Yeah. Who doesn't like that? It's hamburger. Yeah. But I had to uh did I tell you this story or what where I I made it yesterday morning? Like I didn't cook it, I just got it all ready to go. And then so I could just throw it in the oven later in the day and be good to go. Like an hour later, I'd have delicious, nutritious meatloaf. But then halfway through the day, I went, huh, I forgot to put an egg in that meat. So I had to take it all apart again, had to break it down. You know, the way a small engine mechanic tears down a lawnmower engine, puts it up on the bench and, you know, gets to work. I had to do that with a meatloaf and put an egg in it. Hmm. Otherwise, it would have been just ground beef on a plate, I guess.
2: Do you remember that once upon a time, there'd be a point in your life where on Monday, you'd be talking about how wasted you got on yeah. the weekend, the partying you did, the <laughs> clubs you went to, the, the people, people you saw. The
0: dangerous people you spent time with.
2: And now it's oh my, you are talking about deconstructing your meatloaf to add the egg you forgot. Yeah.
0: Wow. What happened?
2: Man, this is it, isn't it? This is the end.
0: <laughs> Garner Andrews and Bryce Kelly. Solving the world's problems one podcast at a time. Etiquette? Can you even spell etiquette?
2: Actually, funny story. I can't. I oh. had to Google it. <laughs>
1: like how many T's? How many Q's? There's a there's eleven <laughs> T's in it. Ugh. Garner Andrews and Bryce Kelly, just two guys watching the world go by. Uh oh, Stephen
0: in Spruce Grove says, oh, this is on another topic altogether. I sometimes think about this. Uh, why isn't there any gas station etiquette in the morning? Every's on, everyone's on their way to work. They just need to stop in for a coffee or an energy drink. And then you get the odd person checking a 100 lottery tickets holding up the line. Or in this morning's case, some lady was buying 25 $25 Petrocan gift cards. Oof. What are your thoughts, fellas? Steven and Spruce Grow. Um, Gas stations should be... Like highways, freeways, city streets That there are rush hour times When you can't check lottery tickets You can't buy gift cards It's strictly for the basics As someone who has a PhD In going into a 7-Eleven
2: Only to be stuck behind someone Checking lottery. lottery tickets I'm glad to hear that I'm not alone mm-hmm. In my woes And I think They have machines in there That you can go off to the side And check your own ticket yeah. Check it there Yeah, Stop wasting everyone else's
0: time uh, I guess people don't read rooms either. Like they don't get the sense no. there are seven people behind them that just want to buy a Slurpee and you're tying up. You're monopolizing the clerk's time.
2: Yes, I, I agree with this. I think there should be a rush hour rules mm-hmm. from 6 till 9 a.m. and 4, four till until 630. 6.30 at night. Yeah. That you're in there, speed pass, no lottery tickets being checked. No funny business. Uh,
0: Maybe what we could do on the show today is we could spend a little time talking, not just service station etiquette, maybe, but life etiquette in general, in a non-scolding, non-judgmental way.
1: This is the Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast.
0: Did you see this one? My etiquette advice to people, especially the younger generation, may not know this. If you receive food or something in a container that you plan on returning... It is proper etiquette to return that container with something in it. What? It's poor etiquette to return an empty container, or maybe that's just Saskatchewan etiquette. Uh, I am not a young person. I'm 175 years old. I've never heard this one before. Neither have I. Ever. Returning the container clean, sure. Oh,
2: yeah. Wash the container. Yeah, that's... I didn't know this. And all of a sudden, you... Like, could I just return it with some
0: tap water in it? Would that be acceptable? Here's some tap
2: water. I haven't heard that one before. No, neither have I. It sounds nice, but also, uh, I don't know that that's full law. Yeah. That's not full law etiquette.
0: Uh, this one comes up every single time we talk about this. Can I suggest public bathroom etiquette? Specifically the buffer between urinals? At my work, there's a bathroom with three urinals. Guys will consistently stand at the middle urinal instead of one of the outer ones. I need my buffer urinal. That grinds my gears. Yeah, if if the bathroom is a blank canvas, there's nobody else in there, don't take the middle urinal. Everybody hug, knows that. Hug the wall, always. Yeah. Uh,
2: I think that's something that a lot of Sonic ladies might not be aware
0: of. <laughs> no. Well, uh. it'd probably be the same thing if there's three stalls. You don't take the middle stall. If they're all empty, take one of the outside stalls. You like to have a bit of breathing room. Yeah.
2: Especially at urinals. Uh And it is a struggle. There is a science to it. And surprisingly, not everyone passed that science class, if you know what I'm saying.
0: You can text the show at 10029... Maybe we'll all learn something. 10029... Like, I just learned that I'm supposed to put something in the empty container I'm returning to my mom. (laughs) That sounds like too much. I'm just going to throw that container out. Maybe I'll make my mom some cookies. Maybe she'll like... I've never made cookies in my life. Maybe I'll give my mom some of my meatloaf.
1: You're listening to The Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast.
0: Uh, Do you want to talk a little bit about real-life etiquette? Always. Okay, this one. Several people have said, yeah, that's the truth, man. Uh, Somebody said... If you... Oh, where is it now? Oh, here we go. If you receive food or something in a container and you plan on returning that container, it's proper etiquette to return the container with something in it. It's poor etiquette to return an empty container. And then they go on to say, maybe that's just a Saskatchewan etiquette thing. No, I'm from Saskatchewan. I've never heard of this before. Maybe I am a terrible human
2: being. Well, obviously... Yeah. i had never heard of that one before either. I usually just give the container back nice and squeaky clean. Oh, me too. And, you know, a hearty <laughs> thank you. And I what? thought that was <laughs> that was enough. Yeah, here's another one from Curtis. The container thing? True. Fill her up. Huh. That's weird. I don't like that. In fact, I hate it. Yeah. I hate it. It's, it's just
0: an obligation. Uh, Joel says, if you... I live in a condo-style apartment. There's an unspoken etiquette that you don't vacuum or do anything of that nature until 8.30 or 9 in the morning. Basically, everyone abides by the city noise bylaws, and it's awesome. Oh, okay, so people are abiding by it. I'd even push that till 10. It's the sure. same
2: thing with uh, mowing your lawn or... What about firing up the snowblower? What time are you allowed to blow the snow? It should be at least 10 a.m. For...
0: Really? That late?
2: Yeah. Oh, boy.
1: This is the Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast.
0: Somebody said, wait a minute, I think we need to establish what kinds of containers we have to return. Corningware so now I have to fill it up with a casserole? A cookie tin? Sure, maybe, but I'd rather just rinse it out and keep it for myself without all that extra trouble. No, you're supposed to return containers. You, you really should. But I did not know the thing about putting stuff in it. Whew. Apparently I'm a terrible person. Uh, Garner and Bryce, my sister, is the worst when it comes to returning containers. We eat dinner at my parents' place every Sunday night. As an aside, is that a good thing? Like when you live in the same city as your parents and the rest of your family, is that a good thing to have that commitment every Sunday night? Like I like my family and everything, but I also like to be home on Sunday night. Anyway, we eat dinner at my parents' place every Sunday night and every Sunday night, my younger sister gets the leftovers because well, she's the neediest. Ooh. She returns dishes and containers maybe once every six to eight weeks and they are never cleaned out or full of a delicious treat, I hope she's listening. Ooh, okay, some people working out some family issues on the radio this morning. I'm glad I could help you with that. Glad I could uh, lay into the hostility between you and your sister.
1: It's the Gar Andrew Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast.
0: What if somebody returns my casserole dish with a casserole I do not care for, like a tuna casserole? (sighs) Ooh,
2: I didn't even think of that. What if what they return is garbage? And now you have your Tupperware back filled with garbage casserole? I like tuna.
0: I like casserole. But I don't like those two things in the same dish. Uh, Does the return container have to contain food? Because if not, I have a ton of my grandmother's little glass figurines that I've been trying to figure out what I should do with. This could be the solution. Sure. Oh, because somebody else... uh, Somebody else said... It's usually Tupperware that you return with a little something-something. It can really be anything, not necessarily food, if you want to be creative. Oh, so, like, here's a crochet needle and some fish in line, that kind of thing. Here's a tape measure from Ikea.
2: (laughs) Yeah, next thing you know, people are just unloading their junk drawers inside their casserole dishes. Here's a shoelace and some sticky notes I stole from work. Here are
0: three AAA batteries I don't think work anymore. But you might want to try them out before you toss them. Okay. Uh, we just started talking about etiquette on the show this morning, and this is where we're at right now. Talking about returning empty dishes. At least, if you do anything, return
2: them clean. Yes, that's the bare minimum. A clean container. I think that's enough. Yep.
0: How about you? Oh, here. Hang on a second. Uh, oh, I saw it a second ago, and now it disappeared off my screen. Oh, life etiquette. If someone asks you to do something like go for drinks, dinner, a movie, concert, etc., don't leave them hanging. It's okay if you need to check your schedule, but don't leave them hanging all week before you say you can't go. Oh my God. Yes. Oh, I agree with that one. Commit or don't commit to plans. Exactly. As soon as possible. Yeah, and understandable if you need to check with your significant other or whatever, but give them an answer as soon as possible. Don't leave them hanging.
1: Thank you. You're listening to the Garner Andrew Show with Prize Kelly Podcast.
0: So you said there's actually a...
2: A movie theater inspector? Yeah, when I worked in a movie theater in high school, I remember being told that they had people kind of like secret shoppers who would come to make sure that the trailers were running properly and the right amount of ads were playing and all of this. So I remember always being nervous. Do you think the movie inspector got to stay for the whole movie? That'd be a pretty sweet gig. That would be a sweet gig. I have a strong feeling, though, they just had to go from auditorium to auditorium watching the same old car commercials.
0: Okay. Uh, it seemed like an unusually long period of time, like 25 minutes before. And the movie, by the way, I thought it was fantastic. But I hate recommending movie because everybody's like, mm, that was," and then they blame you for their miserable night
2: out. I think the bigger story that you mentioned earlier is that you went to the movie and ate and drank nothing.
0: No, Newgarn uh, does not eat treats in the movie theater. Couldn't you? That's, that's, uh, it was rough
2: for me. That's serial killer behavior.
0: Yeah. You can't I've never do that. been a popcorn guy, though. So that's, it's not like I go to a movie and go, Oh my God, I wish I had popcorn. I don't like popcorn.
2: I almost go to movies exclusively for the popcorn. Yeah. But to sit there and do nothing one, I tip my cap to your willpower. But Thank more, you. more importantly, uh, and I can't stress this enough
0: what a freak. <laughs> hey. <laughs> I I was aware of it for like for the first 10 minutes or so, because that's usually when I crack the nibs. That's usually I wait for some noise on the screen and then I tear open the bag of nibs. And so for the first 10 minutes or so of the movie, I was very aware of the fact I did not have a treat with me. Just makes me think.
2: Remember that scene in Seinfeld where Elaine is in the plane with David Putty? Uh, Oh, yeah. Do you want a book? He's just (laughs) sitting there staring forward and she's like, oh, my
0: God. Yeah, that's me at the movies.
1: The Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly
0: Podcast. You do go to a lot of movies, and but are you the guy that sits in your seat until the very end of the credits just to make sure there's not something hidden back there for you?
2: No. I mean, for those Marvel movies, they're known for having kind of the credit scene. Yeah. And you might stick around for that. You always do, and then you watch it, and you're like, Shouldn't have stayed around for that. That was a letdown. That was a waste of time. Now I've peed my pants. But on a normal film? Mm -hmm. No, I want to be the first one out. I'm trying to beat the
0: traffic. I'm the first one out. Uh, I used to go to movies way, way back in the day with a couple of guys I worked with in Saskatoon, the bridge city, Bryce. Perhaps you've been there. Mm. And uh, those two guys were, they were really into film, two-syllable film. And they insisted on staying through the credits Because somebody else had texted and said Oh yeah, they used to go to a movie with a guy Who, as a way to show respect to the filmmakers You had to sit through the credits You know that the filmmakers are not behind the screen, right? Watching to make sure you sit there and praise them Who's the the gaffer on this? Yeah, who's best, boy? Huh? Who catered this film? Yeah Who provided transportation? I need
2: to see the special effects team stat I don't know that whole thing about staying to show respect for the filmmakers. Mm, no. I think the showing respect to the filmmakers was the $20 a ticket. You just spent.
0: <laughs> Yeah. Somebody said I wasn't around during the intermission period of movie theaters back in the 40s and 50s. But I think that would have been kind of cool. huh? But I always wondered why they left those in the VHS versions. What? There were intermission breaks in a VHS. I don't remember that. No, neither do I. I remember the, um, I don't ever remember seeing this in a movie theater, but I know this was the little song that would come on mid-film and then tell you to go spend your money in the lobby. Let's all go to the lobby. Let's all go to the lobby. You know this? Let's all go to the
2: lobby to get ourselves a treat. Oh, yeah. Delicious things to eat the popcorn can't be beat. Agreed. The
0: sparkling drinks are just dandy. The chocolate bars and the candy. candy. So let's all go to the lobby to get ourselves a treat. Oh, they're not done yet. Let's all go to the lobby to get ourselves The sparkling drinks are dandy. dandy. They sure are. That's the one thing. I I walk up to the counter. I'm like, "Do you have any dandy drinks?" They're like, "Yeah, right over there in the freestyle machine." Because those freestyle machines, they are a dandy. Those are dandy. Oh my god! What a
2: song! They don't make songs like that anymore. <laughs> I wonder what year that's from. Like I I've I don't yeah. I think that's the song they were playing when the Titanic was sinking.
0: Yeah. I don't like intermissions in
2: anything. No, neither do I. Just I just want to get. It.
0: I just want to get on with it. I want. It's like entertain me, so I can go home. That's what my motto in life is.
2: Yeah, where you come close to maybe getting into the intermission thing is when you know some of those Marvel movies get to be three plus hours, and you're yeah. like, you know
0: what, my bum hurts. But then you'd probably go to the lobby and get yourself a, a dandy drink of some kind, and then you'd come back and somebody else has taken your seat. Ooh, that would. Send me over. Especially if you get there early so you can get an aisle seat. And I know it really, every theater now is pretty much pre-assigned seating. Like you buy your seat. But every now and again you'll end up in one of those theaters where it's, you know, from days gone by. And you still have to secure your aisle seat. You come back after getting yourself a dandy drink and there's somebody else there. I'd be outraged. I probably wouldn't even stay for the second half of the movie.
1: The Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. WWBKD,
0: what would Bryce Kelly do? I find myself asking that every single day. Did you hear that text a few minutes ago from Dave who said he went to a movie by himself? And at one point during the movie, he had to get up and go to the bathroom, so he left, went back to the theater, fought his way down the row like... Excuse me, excuse me, excuse me. You're putting your butt in everyone's face. Finally got back to his seat, only to realize he went back to the wrong theater. Oof. Would you? And he said he he was too embarrassed to get up because he had caused such a big commotion. (laughs) So he watched the front half of one movie and the back half of another. What would you have done? Oh, I feel feel his shame. So do I. I feel his shame. I probably would have done
2: the same. I don't know if I have it in me to sit through the back half of a movie I didn't intend to watch (laughs) I think I would have just continued walking out the other end Mm, of the row Okay, yeah. and just interrupted the entire row (laughs) and then disappeared into the shadows
0: oh my god my hands sweat when I read his
2: text I feel his pain though I would have that same thought of like should I just endure this yeah Uh,
0: somebody else says the movie version of Hamlet from the 90s had an intermission because it was four hours long We took blankets and pillows. As we know, theater seats for four hours would be killer. You can read the book in less than four hours. And look, I don't normally recommend reading a book. But in this case, you would have saved yourself like 90 minutes at least. And you would have been just as disappointed reading the book. Yeah. Uh, One more. Recently went to a movie with a group of five people. One nice person bought tickets for all but just took whatever random seats came up, you know, the crappy ones that lead to neck strain, and said, it doesn't seem busy, we'll just find better seats when we get there, which of course led to chaos and being kicked out of other seats. Why live like this? No kidding. That's
2: maybe the greatest anxiety I have in my life is when you're at a movie theater or a sporting event or a concert where people decide to move around a lot. Yes, and you're just sitting there waiting for someone to kick you out of your seats? Oh, that anxiety. That will kill me.
0: I do not enjoy that. I couldn't live that way. Remember the seat saver anxiety too? Did you ever oh, have to be a seat saver? Yes. Like we're just going to go down and get popcorn and drinks, okay? So the 7 of us are going to leave and you're going to save all these seats, right? So for the next 40 minutes, you're just fending off seat? Like, oh my God, that was so stressful. You're stripping off articles of clothing to drape over seats? Yeah, you got a shoe on one, (laughs) a
2: hat on another. Why is there a pair of briefs on that seat?
1: Yeah. Thanks for listening to The Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. Same music by Garner Andrews. Guests of the podcast enjoy old candy in a jar that's unlabeled. Mmm,
0: mystery candy.